Welcome to Vango Notes for Cultural Anthropology, Third Canadian Edition by Barbara Miller, Penny Van Estrick, and John Van Estrick. Chapter 1 Anthropology and the Study of Culture. Section 1 Big Ideas. Cultural anthropologists seek to understand the lives of members of cultural communities around the world by focusing on everyday life experiences. This focus involves understanding the complexities of the day-to-day -day workings of a culture, as well as the complexities of the organizational process and global engagements to which all cultures are subject. Culture refers to the values, ideas, expectations, and practices generally shared by members of a community. Culture is always adaptive. That is, the practice of culture strives to improve the chances that members of the culture will survive. Culture is not nature, but rather a system of ideas and symbols through which members of a community understand and organize their relationships with the natural world. Symbols are a key component of all cultures. Cultural anthropologists understand a symbol as something that stands for something else in an arbitrary, unpredictable, and diverse way. Understanding symbols systems, even in the smallest cultural community, is always a complex task and is subject to variations in interpretation and agreement. This complexity means that while all members of a culture share similar ideas and values, how members apply those ideas and values and to what extent members agree or disagree with them varies significantly, even in the smallest of cultural communities. Interpretive anthropology views culture as a contested domain and considers how people use symbols to make sense of the world. Interpretive anthropology also considers how the meanings of symbols are negotiated among members of a cultural community. Culture is always learned, and this is clear in the way that young children learn the rules of proper behavior, rules that adults take for granted. This learning process is often referred to as either enculturation or socialization. Cultures are always changing, too, either through internal changes in ideas or through contact with other cultures, ideas, and practices. Cultural change can occur in many ways. For example, internal tension always exists among members of any culture. Think, for instance, of the disagreements you might have with your parents on values and beliefs. In cultural imperialism, a dominant culture claims supremacy over a minority culture and makes changes to its own culture and to the minority's culture. Changes that are in the interest of the dominant culture and at the expense of the minority culture. Another form of cultural change is called localization, in which macrocultures or global cultures become adapted and transformed by local cultures. A simple example is the way that rap music from the United States has become a part of youth culture in some of the most isolated cultural communities in the world. Some degree of internal diversity exists in every culture. Cultural anthropologists explore local culture, or learned and shared behaviors and ideas found among groups within larger cultures. Local culture is based on factors such as class, race, ethnicity, gender, age, region, or institutions to which some members may belong. Cultural anthropologists also study macroculture, the behaviors, values, and ideas that cross local boundaries into national or global culture. Global culture is part of globalization, 
which is the process whereby ideas, values, behaviors, and social structures from one local setting spread to cultural communities around the world. Globalization is sometimes also referred to as transnationalism. By employing cultural relativism, anthropologists strive to overcome ethnocentrism, or the belief that one culture is superior to another. Cultural relativism seeks to understand a society and its culture without judgment and argues that a culture must be understood according to the values and ideas of that culture. Cultural relativism takes several forms. Absolute cultural relativism argues that it is ethnocentric to question the rightness or wrongness of behavior or ideas in other cultures. In contrast, critical cultural relativism encourages individuals to question their own and others' cultural practices and ideas, examine who accepts those practices and why, and who those practices might be harming or helping. A relativist approach does not mean we should not judge others, but rather that our judgments be based on a full understanding of the practices of other cultures and not on the narrow values and beliefs of our own. Cultural anthropologists study culture from a holistic perspective. Holism sees culture as a complex system that cannot be fully understood without also understanding component parts, such as economics, social organization, and ideology. The holistic study of culture can be approached in two key ways, ethnography and ethnology. Ethnography is an anthropologist's first-hand account of the day-to-day -day lives and social organization of a living cultural group, based on personal observation over an extended period of time. Ethnology is the comparative study of two or more cultures based either on first-hand ethnographic research or on the ethnographic research of others. There are a variety of approaches to studying the relationship between the individual and his or her culture. Agency studies the extent to which members in a particular culture can and do exercise choice in everyday life. Structurism argues that free choice is an illusion since larger forces such as the economy, social and political organization, and ideological systems determine choice. A third approach, biological determinism, argues that human behavior and ideas are mainly the result of biological features such as genes, hormones, and drives. Finally, cultural constructionism recognizes the importance of structures and biology in shaping the human cultural experience, while acknowledging that human behavior and ideas are the result of culturally shaped learning. Cultures are organized within social structures. A materialist perspective explains social organization and ideology by focusing on the material features of life, such as the environment, natural resources, and how the necessities of life are produced. This perspective recognizes several levels of social structure. The first is infrastructure, the most basic level of culture, which includes the basic factors of the economy and social and biological reproduction. The second level is structure, or general social organization, such as community and household, kinship and political organization. The third level of social structure, the superstructure, includes ideas, values, beliefs, and expectations. Institutions are organized groups that are formed for a particular purpose and have their own cultural characteristics. 
your local police force and church are examples of institutions. There are many ways of organizing the people of a culture into distinctive categories. Four common categories are found in most cultures. The first is class, which categorizes people on the basis of their economic position in society. Class is usually based on income or wealth, but may be based on the importance of what the individual produces for the community. A second category is ethnicity, which is a shared identity based on a distinct heritage or worldview as a people. A third categorization is race, whereby people are categorized on the basis of biological traits, such as skin color and facial features. It is important to note that racial categories are cultural inventions and that distinctive biological categories do not exist. A fourth category for classifying the people in a culture is gender. Gender refers to the culturally constructed and learned behaviors and ideas attributed to males, females, or blended or third-sex categories. People are also often classified by age, occupation, the neighborhood in which they were born, or even the kind of music they like. Anthropologists seek to understand how different classification systems are related to each other and how they affect the operation of the society. Overall, anthropology seeks to understand human experience from the most intimate of events, such as birth, to large-scale processes, such as globalization. That's the end of this section.